Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Reggie's Expressions. But before we get started, I need to tell you about how great this application called Anchor is. That's the application that I'm using to record this right now. This application is great because it allows you to be able to record a podcast and do all the things that you need in terms of editing in one place, all right? I used this application before, and not only did I have to record it, I had to download it from this thing and add it to this and add it. It was just too much. I found out about Anchor, and I realized how easy it was. They have all the creation tools and everything that you're going to need right from your phone. You can edit, you can add music, whatever you need directly from the application. Like I said, it's all in one place. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I can't reiterate that enough, all right? So all you guys got to do is go and download the Anchor app, either from your Google Play Store or your Apple Play Store or wherever you get your, your apps from on your phone. Or you can do it the traditional way by going to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, enjoy this episode. Thank you so much again. And don't forget, you can find us on Reggie's Expressions, and that's Reggie's underscore expressions on Instagram. Enjoy the episode. Hey, guys, it is time for a new episode of Reggie's Expressions. I want to tell everybody thank you so much for uh, listening with us and taking the journey with us. Uh, the last episode, um, you know, who is Reggie? I uh, got uh, quite a few listens, and I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Um, I'm getting more comfortable with this, and uh, this is really becoming a journey of mine. And I figure, you know what? Today is going to be the day that I record it, because sometimes I'll be in my own head. You know, I was off this weekend, and my intention was to do it then, and I just didn't do it. But, you know, it is what it is. But if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, and share. And also, I like a little bit of dialogue. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm just throwing something down a, 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 a hot dog down a highway, you know what I'm saying? There's no effect, no notice or anything. I know you guys are out there listening, which I appreciate, but yeah, share some of your comments and, um, you know, donate too, because there's a section to donate. And, um, you know, I would really appreciate that. So the topic today we're going to tackle, and I say we, because Carlos is here. What's up, Carlos? Hi, how are you guys? Hi, how are you? Uh, As you guys know, in the uh, uh, quarantine with my husband uh, episode, Carlos is quite the shy one, but that's only when he speaks English. Mm -hmm. Um, He is not shy when he speaks Spanish. But the conversation today is going to be about how we met, the story of how we met. Um, No one other than just our close friends really know that story. So I figured I would talk about it, you know, how we met and, you know, just looking back six years later because we just celebrated our six-year anniversary so um that's what the topic is going to be about today so i'll be right back guys and then we'll start the conversation of how i met my husband We are riding in the car today. Uh, he and I are both off. I did a couple hours or an hour or so of overtime. And, um, you know, I figured I had a little bit of downtime. We've been riding around this morning. We had a little breakfast. That's one of the things that we enjoy doing. We like to uh, go to local businesses and, uh, you know, frequent them. And uh, Dixie Crema is one of the, or Dixie Cream is the name of the place. But Carlos calls it Dixie Crema. 
um, which is uh, Spanish for cream. And it's actually a really good place. It was something that we found by happenstance. And uh, we went there because it's been a long time. And the owner, Stephanie, is absolutely amazing. Loves Carlos. And they converse every time they talk. Um, so we ate breakfast there. Now we're out in Winter Garden. We just left Old Navy and Best Buy. And now we're headed to Ikea because I want to get a shade for the living room. Yes, I do love and trying to design a little bit. So don't get it twisted, son. Oh. I am a multi-hyphenate in many ways slash whatever I want to be. But uh, the conversation today is going to be about, you know, how Carlos and I met. Um, as I said before, Carlos and I have been together total six years, but married four and a half. Um, and we met, you know, it seems like I always make this joke that being in gay years, <laughs> you know, being together as long as six years is unheard of. It's unheard of. Carlos is driving, by the way. And, um, you know, I feel like um, we've gotten to know each other, especially during the quarantine. And we've gone through some trials and tribulations as well to, you know, stand the test of our relationship. But our relationship with my eyes is still considerably young. But it just seems like, I guess because we spend so much time together, it seems like it's more time. It seems like it's longer than just six years. But that's my perception. Um, But uh, what do you think? Yes, it feels like it's long, long time. Sometimes I get back in time and I was like, how long has it been? And I was like, I feel like I know you forever. Yeah, we actually just celebrated our four-year anniversary in our house on the 16th. That's crazy. Four years we've been in the house. And we are so much alike. Sometimes I'm thinking of something and I say it and he say it at the same time. We always have this joke where he's like, how you know that? And I was like, I know you. I know you. And uh, But yeah, we do a very good job of reading each other. And I don't know how that is. And I guess that's a part of the process when you get to know somebody and you figure out what they're about, what they like, and so on and so forth. So we're going to get right into the story. And I'm going to tell you guys for a long time, I know for me, I can't speak for Carlos. I had a lot of shame initially when I told the story of how we met. You'll kind of see why here in a second, but I had a lot of shame that I held on to. So it's very like bashful whenever people would ask how we met. But you know, it's, it's, it's the way of the world now, really. So it, it wasn't, it was taboo then, but it's not so much now. So I am going to have Carlos tell his story because they vary, very, they're very, very different stories. But what he remembers and what I remember, my story is right. I'm not sure about his story. <laughs> Mine's um, right too. Um, but uh, yeah, so you know, tell uh, tell everybody your your uh, version of events of how we first met. Well, um, there's an app that, uh, named Grinder for hookups. <laughs> And then I say, hey, you're so cute, blah, blah, blah. Then he responded right away. We met. Then um, we met a couple of times, quite a few times. And then he asked me if I want to date. I said no. And then a couple days later, he texted me, what are you doing? We went to movies. I never go back to my place. So, uh, I mean, that sounds, I mean, that's pretty, pretty spot on in terms of 
how the series of events worked out, but um, we didn't have sex on the first day. He said we did. I thought we did. I thought the first time I remember, maybe we communicated with each other. The first time we did hang out, we did have sex. We came to the outlet. I was working. You came to meet me first. That was after. I mean, obviously, okay, maybe that was the case, but. Obviously, we could have sex if you was at work. <laughs> we met first. So I guess I, I met him, and you say I had Sam with us, right? With no. Me? No, Sam, Sam didn't come to the okay. That was after. Okay, all right. So, but uh, so he said we we met first, and then um. Should I go this way? Um, but because that's gonna take us to four way. Yeah. Um. And uh, so, July 13th was the first time that we actually, like, met and, and hung out. And that was the time that we actually, you know, we hooked up that time. Um, and uh, we do what adults do. And I don't know. I mean, I just did the thing. And then after that, we went our separate ways. And I think I started to text him a little bit, you know put his phone number on my phone, but I didn't quite save it uh, under a name. I was really, really big and bad about doing that, you know, before, because, you know, a lot of times in this lifestyle, the men that you meet can be fly by night. You meet them one day, and then two days later, they act like you don't fucking exist, which is the worst thing. Um, and, um, you know, to give you guys a little bit of a background, I, I had just got out of a five-year relationship before that, you know, I was actually working on my fitness. He's my witness. Um, that's for you for yeah. Um, but I was working on my fitness, so I was feeling good, feeling great. And, uh, you know, I was getting a, a lot of gentlemen callers at the time, to, but none of them were of substance. And I had just broken up with the guy that I had only, I was only with for a couple months because he turned out to be crazy. Well, he went crazy. Now, me, he was just a little strange, and I just didn't quite understand what his, and anyway, he's not important. So, I had uh, just really got out of the relationship with him, and I was just kind of doing the single thing for a while. But I was in my mind thinking, you know, I, I want to settle down. I want to have a relationship with somebody. And I've always been a relationship-driven person. Whenever I am involved with somebody, I'm, in, I'm involved 110%. And, um, you know, I, I don't ever remember too many times uh, over my, other than when I was in high school, me not being involved with somebody. So this was really kind of the first time after I had taken, you know, some time away um, to really kind of focus on the single life. And I had fun, but, uh, you know, I was starting to get old. I was getting tired of the, the fly-by-night stuff. So that's where I was at when I met, you know, when I was in the process of meeting Carlos. What about you? I was just ended up, uh, well, it was about six months that I was single. And um, I had a very bad relationship before. It seems like uh, he, cared, he didn't care much for me, my feelings. And, you know, he would live with his mom and they would be mean to me. And I was just doing the single thing, like you said. But I wasn't looking specifically for, you know, relationship or even get married. Never thought about a possibility, but it happens, and I'm happy. And you know that was in 2014, before the whole uh, equality, marriage equality uh, 
law came into play. So, you know, the idea of getting married was definitely not on anybody's radar, to be honest, because it couldn't happen before. And, uh, you know, I was in, in that place, in that space. I enjoyed the time that we had. Um, you know, I mean, it was intimacy, you know, and it was good. We were compatible in that way. So I think I wanted to, you know, obviously get to know him a little bit more. And I later on asked him, did he want to date? And what did you say? No. So he shot me down a minute. <laughs> hurt my feelings. And I told him that I wouldn't what? I didn't mean to love. Uh, it's okay now. But you told me, what did I say to you after you? Uh, I said, uh, you said that. You say you won't bother me no more. Two days later, you call me back and say, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. So just get off work. I'm tired. Let's go see a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to go see a movie? I say, yes, why not? Yeah. And that was the weekend that changed it all. I actually have the pictures of the weekend um, that we hung out. It was in. I think what it was, so we hung out that weekend. He met my dog, Rico, for the first time. And I think Rico, Rico has this thing, this tendency to gravitate to the men that I like more than me at times. Because when I, with my ex, he was the exact same way. And uh, anyway, I, I don't know if they had a connection or anything. Right off the bat, I don't even remember Car- uh, Carlos Rico barking or anything with you. No, but I get close to you and he growl. Yeah, he And um, so that weekend, I was getting ready to travel to Tampa because I was working at this uh, this job and I was doing some management training in Tampa and it was going to be a week. So um, I said the you know a joke and it's funny how things work out. But I told him I said it'd be hilarious if you would have to keep Rico. So. Um, I uh, had another friend who, unfortunately, we're no, well, it ain't unfortunate. We ain't friends no more. But that person fell through, and Carlos was riding with me to, you know, to do the transition, if you will, with bringing Rico to where he was supposed to go. And, uh, you know, I asked him, I said, yeah. Or he said, yes, he would do it. And, uh, you know, I got Rico situated, bought him his food and everything. And I went to give Carlos, you know, I went to the ATM machine and went to give Carlos some money to keep him. You know, it was like $20 a day. So at the point it would have been like four days. So it would have been $80. So that's what I gave him, gave him. And Carlos was like, no, he didn't, he didn't want it. You know, and I was like, well, here, he said, in my country, we don't, you know, we don't take money. And I said, well, in my country, I like to pay people for their services. And uh, he will dispute this, but I gave him the money and he said, no, I will do it for your love. That's what he said. That's what I thought I heard. But he said he didn't say that. Um, But he kept Rico. Um, I was actually gone for two weeks. um, Because after that, I ended up traveling. Um, I had a vacation plan to go to Vegas. And that was when um, I, I realized that my feelings for him were a lot stronger than what I thought. And I remember looking at one of the pictures where he's laying on the bed. His eyes are closed and my hand is under his face yeah and you know in relationships that i've been with before i hadn't i hadn't really taken pictures like that with the guy you know let alone have it on my phone because i you know even though i was out the men that i was with they they weren't out so they wouldn't you know have it and he was the first guy that was just like you know he didn't care so um 
And I'm gonna tell you another thing that this motherfucker did, y'all, that made me fall in love with him. <laughs> so, you guys can't see them, but on the back of my head, I have keloids. Um, it came from, you know, uh, 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 a barber in the hood who was just cutting hair and he wasn't cleaning his, his, his clippers. So, they started off as two small bumps and then in the military, you know, they would go over them because they didn't know what the fuck they were, but it just made it bigger and, it, you know, keloid into what it is now. And the night that he came over, the weekend that he came over, he, he did, he, every guy that I had been with before had either act like they didn't see it or when they did see it, it was jarring for them would make me self-conscious and all this other stuff and um he kissed it he kissed the back of my neck and you know it was just the most endearing thing and i was shocked because no one had done that before you know and uh anyway there was a moment where i got a chance to steal away from him and i was i called sam which is one of my best friends, and I was like, Sam, let me tell you what this motherfucker did, Sam, let me tell you, this motherfucker I kissed the back of my neck, and Sam was like, oh, I was like, I know, I know, I know this motherfucker, oh my God, you know, and I was just like shocked, and it was just the biggest thing, you know, and to him, it was just something that was just casually done, right? So, um, I go to Vegas and, you know, Sam, I was telling, (laughs) I was telling Sam, you know, about Carlos and, um, I think he met you before I went to Vegas or no, he didn't because I, I wasn't back long enough. So I, we went to Vegas. You brought him to the mall. Right. But that was after. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I I was only back that one day. Um, so, um, Sam was like, why don't you save his number in your phone? And I did. You know, I saved it as Carlos at the time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, you know, I, I told him, I said, I do want to see this further. And then he was just like, well, you know, he got out of a relationship, told me the whole spiel again. And I was like, well, you're taking just as much of a chance on me as I am on you. So let's not take it together. And that was really the, the, the icing on the cake. And then after that, you know, literally within weeks, Carlos had moved in uh, with me. Um, you know, two months uh, thereafter, um, about month three or four, Carlos and I had traveled to the Bahamas on our first cruise. Um, I would say by the end of uh, 14, Carlos was on my accounts. You know, uh, we, we had the same account. And by... Uh, tell them why you took me on a cruise. So this same boyfriend that didn't like him, the one that he had just got over, um and I had only been on my first cruise the year before, but I didn't subscribe to this freaking bullshit that I'm about to tell y'all. But his ex, um, they were talking, and I guess Carlos was like, oh, that'd be interesting. I would love to go on a cruise. And, uh, you know, this person who remained nameless uh, said, uh, cruise, I don't want to go on no cruise. Black people don't want to cruise. Uh, black people don't go on no, cruise. No, 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 no. He asked me, do you see uh do you watch that movie Titanic? And I say yes. Mm-hmm. Then he goes, "Do you see any black people there?" And I say, "No." I have to think about it, but I, I just remember I didn't see no black people on the Titanic. And then he said, "Exactly." 
black people don't go on cruises. So let me put this. So those of you who have not seen Titanic and don't know the dynamic of what Titanic is, yeah. Um, Titanic was done in, it was 1917 when Titanic was done. Uh-huh. Black people wouldn't even fucking vote or let alone shit or do whatever the stuff that they was doing, let alone go on the cruise. And if they were on the cruise, they were the ones that was at the bottom working. So that's why black people went on the fucking cruise. So who would say some dumb shit like that? But that was his own ignorance. And um, Carlos doesn't know this, but he's going to find this out. And that's also, what's his way to say, I'm scared of cruise or right. water Instead or whatever. Instead of just saying I'm, I'm scared, he wanted to say black people don't do, which is not the case. We've done like six since then. And um, um, I wanted to go on a cruise again. And... Uh, I had the cruise in mind to go with somebody else. Um, and, you know, unfortunately that fell through. That person was like, no, they kind of had the same stance in terms of, you know, I don't really want to cruise. That's not something I'm interested in. And um, uh, that was the first cruise that we went on. And then May, May of 15, um, you know, after they passed the uh, marriage equality law, um, Carlos and I, um, you know, our relationship got pretty serious. Long story short, he, um, I proposed to him May of uh, 2015, and then we got married. You also, you also gave me the, I'll say, pleasure to go see my four, four folks, folks after 15 years, and he proposed right after that. Cause I thought Carlos was gonna go back to Venezuela and never come back. So I was kind of scared. <laughs> and you know, um, I'm gonna get into it a little bit because we gotta go into this IKEA. So I'm gonna pause it and then I'm gonna come back. But you guys aren't gonna know how long we've been gone because I will have put it all together at that point. But uh, we're gonna take a little break here um, and then we'll be right back and we'll finish the story. So put a pin in that, guys. took us two and a half hours to get through Ikea because it's just damn ridiculous. We had to go all the way through the beginning to the end to get to what we needed to get. And it was just a shade for... It was two and a half hours. I was sweating like crazy. And now we're back. But um, yeah, Carlos, um, you know, expressed to me that it had been a long time since he had been home and you know, at this point, I wanted to, you know, do my best to try to make that happen. And in May of, um, you know, 2015, we were able to find a, you know, pretty reasonable price, uh, price flight for him to be able to spend five days down there. And, um, you know, um, before he left, the week before he left, I was, I kind of asked the question I pre-asked. I was like, hey, so if I were to ask you to marry me, would you do it? And uh, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know. So I got the idea then to um, um, to propose. Um, I went out and I bought him a ring. And uh, I had this thing prepared in Spanish that I was going to say. And when I saw him, I was so overwhelmed and I completely forgot what it was I wanted to say. Um, I got down on one knee in the airport and he said yes. So at this point, we done came from him saying, no, he don't want to date me to us moving in two months after going on our first cruise, 
him going home and you know now we're considering the idea of getting married but just to let you guys know Carlos was married before I'm not going to get into specifics of that whole situation because it's you know it is what it is but uh yeah uh he was married before we had to dissolve that situation and trust me it's not as dramatic as you guys think so don't read too much into it um but uh we got that taken care of and um you know we ended up getting married and we started our marital bliss in 2015 and then uh 2016 uh came and you know we uh celebrated the top of the year as the first couple i took on his last name uh, my last name is garner and his uh, last name is socorro so initially he was going to take my last name um but unfortunately he hadn't gone through the process of getting uh, getting his citizenship and you know he would have to start the process over at that time so um i decided to change my name which you know it's a lot of letters in my name now i have reginald socorro no reginald leroy socorro garner so <laughs> not only did i change my name i added some additional names and then i have a nerd to have a hyphen in there too and uh you know just recently we uh now have the same last name so we are uh the same last name uh but rico and tuzi actually have different last names rico's last name is uh uh stein and tuzi's last name is socorro so so they got two different deities two different deities <laughs> but uh yeah because rico was before carlos and you know i named him after the a guy that i was dating at the time and whatever you know it's supposed to get the father's name i guess he could have got my name too but whatever um enrico was named taco that's a whole nother story uh we'll dedicate a story to to rico but um you know i mean after we got married uh we you know quickly uh i would say a few months after we bought a house which now we've been there four years and we're celebrating six years and you know it's been some trials and tribulations you know not to get too specific about some of the things that we that we went through but you know carlos and i've had definitely a uh you know a crash course in marriage marriage is hard you know what i'm saying i think that uh you know um 17 was probably the worst year that we had financially 18 was just the residual effects of that and we withstood all of that you know me not having a job and you know getting let go twice from two companies in 17 i mean if it had been anybody else you know um i don't think either one of but either one of them would have been able to stand it carlos had to deal with you know someone who suffers from uh post traumatic stress uh disorder you know from things in childhood as well as you know the the time in the military that i've spent um him first learning about my anxiety and how it affected me you know he could have easily just peaced out but what did you do love but what did you do more specifically like what did you i laid him on side and you know he could have easily been like that's your problem i'm not worried about that that ain't got nothing to do with me but he was more he was uh in tune or he leaned in and and did his best to to try to understand it and and uh you know come from a sense of understanding with you know uh 
you know, almost to the point where, and this, we just recently learned this, but almost to a point where he ended up filtering himself from causing me stress and pain, you know, because of my anxiety, which, you know, um, being in a relationship, you can't, you can't take focus off of yourself to just focus on the other. I mean, it's, it's, that's a lot of people think that that's love. That's, it's fueled by love, but I don't see it as being love that you can care for you somebody more than you care for yourself. You're doing yourself a disservice, and that person is also looking at you. And this is my personal opinion, looking at you like, oh well, shit. If you ain't gonna take care of you, so why should I care? You know. And um, you know, um, love can be in a. Uh, go ahead. That's also being selfish. Selfless. There's a bit of selflessness in there, uh, sure, but selflessness to me shouldn't overshadow you being able to take care of yourself, too. I mean, you're going to always be you, regardless of if I am here or not, you know what I'm saying? So if you're not taking care of yourself, then how would you be equipped to be able to do the same for someone else? I guess that's what I'm trying to say. You know, love is a very complicated thing. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, think that, you know, love conquers all, and it does to an extent, but... You know, love, you know, you can love somebody enough, you know, to to want to make it work. But once you hit the you hit that breaking point, there's no coming back from that. And, uh, you know, I think we've kind of toyed that idea because it's easy to say I want a divorce. But and it's easy to go through the process of getting a divorce. You know, it's, it's not difficult now. You can get a divorce and in two months in some places you know what i'm saying you don't have to go through the whole split up thing and then you know you can just file for divorce and then you're done you know the challenge is sticking around when when it's hard you know the challenge is sticking around when you feel like you've given your all you know and not giving up on that person you know and understanding that people evolve you know there's always new information new things new challenges that happen you know i can tell you my best friend Darlena Diane changed Carlos and I's relationship immensely, you know, um, and it made us really kind of realize that, you know, we love each other more and that, you know, we do need to, you know, focus on each other and, you know, really lift each other up when we possibly can, you know, uh, three years ago, I know I wasn't the same person that I was, I was still immature and still, you know, going through what I was going through in terms of a relationship. I cared about my husband, but you know, I was just being whatever. And I've grown a lot. I, I feel like I've grown a lot, you know, in the last, you know, year or two. You know, we have a marriage counselor that really keeps us on track. Like, the last time we saw her, it was almost like she was asking us, like, what the fuck you guys uh, wanted to talk about? Like, what's going on, y'all? What's the issue, you know? And I felt kind of bad because I felt like she was, you know, trying to say, like, what is y'all issue, you know? And, um, you know, we don't necessarily have it all figured out. But at the end of the day, we genuinely care about each other. You know, we genuinely love each other. Would you say that to be the, the case, love? What, what, what do you think? Okay. Mm-hmm. And what's your main goal for our relationship? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, 
I um I've had to learn some things recently in terms of my relationship with Carlos that I, I have to learn to not try to diagnose him. And what that means is not try to fix him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, for me, I'm a solutions-based guy. So what that means is that, you know, I'm going to do my best to try to fix whatever the issue is. And sometimes the issue needs to be fixed, but it doesn't necessarily have to be fixed by me. And that's one thing that I've I've had to learn. You know, also taking, you know, a moment to really, you know, watch my words. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes what I say can can be very, very sharp um, with with intention, yes, but, you know, um, you know, it can be very sharp to the point where I'm not considering how he feels about what it is I'm saying. So, um, and I'm still working on me. I'm still a work in progress, you know, I'm still going to therapy every other, you know, month and Um, you know, doing the stuff that I need to do to make sure that I'm the best I can be for him. And uh, it's, it's been an interesting journey. Um, The one thing that I found, I mean, finances, what I was going to say, the one thing I found that is the most challenging is finances. Um, I think, and I think no no matter what part you are in a relationship, that's always going to be the challenge because when you're doing all you can and the money ain't coming in, that's the most frustrating thing to to uh, to think about, you know, and wondering how you're going to do what you got to do. But, you know, and, and, and learning more about myself through him, you know, uh, uh, taking the time to see it through his eyes as opposed to just my own um you know, own thing. I have a lot of, uh, I have a few friends who, who think like, well, shit, y'all was still two different people. You know, why can't you do your thing? And he does his, well, Carlos and I don't work in that way. I mean, other relationships may, but you know, I like to involve him in things that I enjoy and vice versa, you know, and I genuinely enjoy hanging out with him. So for me, it's not forbidden to, to be like, oh, well, I want to see if Carlos wants to go. You know, I have a couple of friends that are just like, well, why, why can't you do this, do stuff on your own? Well, I guess I could, but, you know, I mean, at the same time, too, you know, I do love and enjoy, you know, hanging out with my husband. He's a pretty cool guy. So, you know, um, uh, you know, why wouldn't I? But, you know, um, that's just my opinion. Um, Yeah. But we've grown a lot together. You know, we've done a lot of things. We bought a house. We traveled together we you know uh have finances together we you know consult each other for literally everything we do we communicate a lot you know um I don't know who started this but he said it was me and I'm pretty sure it was but we don't call each other by our names you know I rarely will say Carlos you know unless I'm like upset about something or you know and even then it might be a stern like love come on love you know um and it doesn't sound fake, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't sound like one of those cutesy nicknames where it's like, oh, love, oh, my God. Yeah, and when he get mad, he's like, Reggie. And then he'll start calling my name. He, Carlos, when he get mad, he gets red in the face and on his neck and then on his chest. So that's when I know, you know, 
he's really upset. And I try not to, try my best not to get him to that level. But sometimes, you know, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Like, for example, last night, uh, Carlos, you know, wanted to search something. And, you know, a lot of times I will do it with Carlos because I know he's going to ask me what the next step is because he always does. He has this thing where we'll be doing something and there'll be a question and I really do honestly and truly believe, I don't know where I heard this from, but I think your mind and your body gets to a point where it has reached its point where it's going to, you've reached the amount of decisions you've made for that day. So when you make all those decisions at this point, you're exhausted. It's like, I can't, your body physically can't, you know, answer any more questions. So we were, we were doing what we were doing. He's like, oh, love, I did this. And you know, what do I do next? And it's like, can do it you know i uh i feel like me um you know being here is not empowering you you know i mean if i wasn't here you would figure it out and uh i think we both kind of went up a little upset which is not normal uh for us but i know he felt some type of way and i felt some type of way and that's quite all right but you know, Carlos knows what he's doing. He's an artistic person. Seen all the masterpieces that y'all that he done put on Facebook. You mean to tell me that he can't put it together on uh, on Google, uh, the Googs and all that other stuff, acting like he brand new? He's looking at me with the stink eye right now. But he know it's true. I don't know why he be acting brand new. He hate when I say that. Quit acting brand new, Carlos. So, you know, we, our relationship is a new, unique one. Um... And, you know, like I said, we genuinely love each other and care for each other and, and want to see each other, you know, do uh, better. I mean, that's really the ultimate goal. So, you know, I, I do my best to to, to remember that and, and, and um, you know, uh, ask the same of him and, you know, do what I got to do. So that is it, guys. That's pretty much the story of our relationship. I mean, we're two old biddies who like to like who like to watch TV and and hang out with each other and play around with our dogs and do silly faces with our dogs and, you know, make up stupid sayings like lovadish and shampatish and shampatish and shampatosh and, you know, whatever stupid names we make up, you know, our language, you know, and our love. And, you know, we genuinely, you know, care about others and care about each other. And that's really what it's about. So... That's about all I got, guys. I appreciate your time. Thank you for listening. You can get this where you get your pods casted, which is Apple Music or Apple iTunes. Um, you can get it from uh, Google Podcasts. You can get it from RSS Feed. You can get it from Spotify and a whole long list is a uh, list of places. So if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. And until next time, guys, enjoy your day. We love you. Oh, wait. You got anything else, love? If they send to my house, love, please. It's the best. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you. We'll talk soon.